0: And now the boys on the hill, Slim Marshall, 5,000 Watts, Thomas Black, and Ralph Jeezy. What
1: Yo, hey. What's
0: up, boys? We're all back
2: together again in whole, boys. Did I hear
0: yay yeah, yay? Yeah, like we be clubbing?
2: Yep. Yay, yeah, yay. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's your DJ boys. Oh man. <laughs> that's it right there. Beep, dj Five Thousand. Hey.
3: Right. <laughs>
0: Have you ever pushed the button? Watch how you push the horn button, man.
3: That'd
0: oh, yeah,
3: out. of course. Yeah, I couldn't man, do no. it.
2: I what, couldn't what, do it. What's
3: my man off of uh Wildin Out? Oh, man, DJ E-Ray. All day. <laughs> no, I couldn't do it. I
0: couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Y'all boys
2: doing all right? You know, in the Cubs this week right? See you. Representing just for men this week. I like that in you. Oh man! Wow! <laughs>
0: I got you. Got you. A
2: <laughs> 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 Hey, a cool Just
0: hey. for men, slam for real. Yep. Okay.
2: Thomas, yes, know I love him, though, man. You know that. We we throwing low blows
0: today. I got it. Oh, ain't no low blow. Ain't no low blow at all. You know, I, I I could recommend, you know, um certain type orthodontist, stuff like that, but you know, I, I pay good money for one up here. I can I can I can fly you out to come holler at my dude, but you know, I don't pay
2: for like about three, four sets right now already. So. that what Columbia for, man. <laughs> <laughs> you specialize in diamond fronts, so I, I can I can get one of those. Oh guys. yeah.
0: Diamond fronts. You Not well, Johnny yeah. Diamonds. <laughs> bling, bling in the mouth. Now, see, Slim, Slim, Slim going off the sleeve, Slim making them picks right now. So, Slim on top of the world. I'm letting him have it. Literally on top of the world. He's on top of the world. You know, he got the goat skin chair on over there. You know, <laughs> sitting like a king presidential. Goat <laughs> 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 Go skin chair. <laughs> hey, straight out of Siberia, mountain goat.
2: <laughs> no nah, man like everybody can have like a, a fancy leaf flint fan like you do man oh no nah, mm-hmm. that one oh that comes straight from um um mother-in-law oh yeah <laughs> that was, okay okay yeah you, you gotta keep that one man yeah man that month flow good
0: we took my fans
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I'm> silly, bro.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, let's talk about hey,
0: baseball on hey, a baseball hey, show. How about we just let that? you know it's real, man. Our conversations are real. We have right. life conversations. Tell you Yeah, that is think- a nice fan. Hey, yes. Let me know the name of that fan, man. If they got a, if they got you know a different like a maple leaf type. uh um, Hey man, trust me, man. Things they don't even they don't even have to they only have to spin fast, man. Big big
2: waves. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, man, so we're going we're gonna to be four brothers talking baseball and home decor. On Come show, on. All, all right. right. There you go. All all right.
0: there you go.
2: Well, I'll get ready to say, hey, we, we, we all family.
0: We all got families, man. Hey, that makes a difference. Got some candles. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, but man. fellas, though,
0: man. All right, like, come on, Slim, get it going, Slim. Yeah, man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Enough with the ACTV talk. Okay, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was an interesting weekend of, of baseball last week. We had some really interesting series. All of them were conference series. Um, a couple of series we had, especially in the SWAC, kind of shook up the standings a little bit. Um, and one series in particular helped a lot for a school we hold dear to our hearts, Jackson State. Kuna and, Matata. <laughs> yeah, Jackson State, um, they, they they won a series. They were in last place in the SWAC East, and they end up winning their series against Mississippi Valley State. Over the weekend, as you see from our weekend recap here, there were a lot of sweeps in, in the SWAC uh, over the weekend. Um, fam, you continue their winning ways, sweeping Bethune, Cookman, who y'all holding very high esteem? Huge. Um, a, yeah, Alabama State swept their in-state rival Alabama AM and m to vault in the first place. Um, Alcorn State got swept by Southern over the weekend. One game was a forfeit. Um, and you see the results in the MIAC. Those series were even um, across the board. So, yeah, fellas, what do you make of the, um, the first series I've talked about? Jazz State and Valley. I mean, Johnson State, as I mentioned before, was 1-8 and eight going into the weekend in the SWAC, and they needed to come out with a good result, and they did that.
0: Well, game one on Friday, uh, we jumped out on them 2-0 early in the game. Uh, Valley kept scrapping back. And like we spoke last week, um, saying that we hadn't had the big inning yet, we had two big innings back-to-back in the 7th and 8th inning of Game 1 that broke the game open to propel us to a 11-2 win. Um, Nick Gladys got the, um, the victory in that game. Um, we were paced at the plate by Ty Hill. He was 3-for-5. Um, Jatavius Melton scored two runs. Kobe Guy also scored two runs, as well as Jeffrey Rodriguez. Omar Gomez scored three runs. And just looking at the, the box score, we only had three RBIs and scored 11 runs. Uh, we had or three RBIs as a team, but we scored 11 runs. Um, Valley had three errors in the game and, you know, they kind of had some miscues over the weekend that kind of cost them a little bit. But um, just glad to see that we fought back in game two after being down to win that game in the last inning. Um, and the crazy part is, we tied the game on a pass ball, and we won the game on a pass ball in the ninth inning. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that before. You know, and again, it's crazy. Ty had basically six hits, but in the first two games, and he didn't have an RBI to show for it. But he he paced us at the plate this weekend. Which And I think that's great that he's starting to heat up. You know, hopefully he gets some help. Um, hope Enrico er- can get going. Jalen Williams can get going. Um, Kobe Guy has been consistent. He's a true freshman, but he's been improving weekly. But I think, we, think we're think we moving in the right direction, man. We have um, Travel to Families weekend for a series. They just swept Bethune. So, you know, it's, it's, it's getting down to, to the crunch time, man.
3: Yeah, we're getting ready to go that second that second go round around this lap on um, the second part of the comfort. So you know, it, it's it's prime time for them to start heating up. I, I say the, the the first go go-around was was just a fluke. I feel like I feel like they're starting to heat up. Like you said, Ty Hill, he he lit it up this weekend. You know, uh, it, it seemed like the bats are starting to turn up. Hopefully, it, it you know. They, they say it's uh it's it's contagious. Say he is contagious, so hopefully he started affecting you know some of his other teammates and and start spreading some of that that love around. They may need to bring back the knob or something, you know. Oh, not the <laughs> big knob, yeah, the knob. And they may have to bring back the knob, and you know, but uh, but yeah, it, it seemed like uh Caleb Evans just really was the one that they they kind of collected all them RBIs from Ty here because he was able to get six over the weekend. So you know, uh. And only played two games, you know. So, you know, it, it it was uh it was good that they were able to get some run production to support the pitching that we've been seeing all year. So uh uh, you know, the y'all love, y'all keep pushing, and, and you know, y'all y'all take it one game at a time, one pitch at a time, and uh, you know, everything go fall in place.
0: Right. And I also want to highlight a young man that Mississippi Valley has, mm-hmm. Draylon Holmes, their third baseman. That's um, from Griffin, Mississippi. I'm going to say Griffin, Georgia. Griffin, um, Georgia, down the street. I'm very familiar with that area. Um, I coach not far from there in Lovejoy. And when I tell you that young man, with what I know about that area and the, the baseball players that have come from down there, that young man is on a tear over that valley right now. And he ended up coming from Russ College um, with the coach that came in. So that's a transfer in from Valley that was a player for the coach at his previous school that has played major dividends for Valley this year. For me, Sorry. man, like I said, I, that's why I started off the show. Kuna Tata. That's going to be my theme this episode. <laughs> hey, just, just for the record, Father's Day 2018, Right here, classic. I'm going to always had this on whenever I feel good. You can I'm still fit it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I bet you can't buy no t-shirt for Mother's Day and get away with it. <laughs> hey, it's come from it's come from the daughter, man. My daughter goes shopping, man. Oh, okay. Not yet. Nah, yeah, that's yeah, no yeah. Yeah, daughter goes shopping. She always had me something, man. Hey, she always pull out something out of her hat with something. It's always, oh, I got another one right here. This is what I knew. This is what I knew when it was real. She bought me that. Oh, Dragon Ball Z. You got a Dragon Ball? Hey, man. <laughs> that's, that's not even the best part. It glows. Yeah, it glows. Oh, wow. Oh, well. You need all of Hey, yeah, uh, You
2: got to catch them all, man.
0: Hey, man, I got all type of, of Father's Day stuff over here. Look, I- <laughs> <You> Got Pikachu. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, she got Hey, she know, she know what's up, man. Y'all like, see he's smart. He's leaving it in the box. Yeah, hey, oh yeah, no, oh, yeah. No. I'm not touching mm-hmm. the Dragon Ball at all. I might, mm-hmm. I might have to blow the dust off of it. But hey, but, people you know. gonna look at them like they talking baseball this week or what? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but the whole thing, the whole thing is a koonamatata. You a know, a What a cool Because na- like I said, this year everybody is is is, is beating up everybody. There's always an opportunity. I'm an optimist. I, I, well, sometimes I am. Um, uh, but I'm I, I'm very glad to see that we had a dominant victory, you know, at the end game three. You finished it out strong. That was the happiest, you know, that was the, the best game I, I looked at was the, the, the third game. You know, no, normally if a team down 2-0 on the weekend, they normally come back on the third game. If you look at all the games that didn't that didn't sweep. The third game was a game that lost in every series, and that's because you might have Johnny Holstaff or whatever. But if Johnny Holstaff got in that game, you know, Jackson State took care of business. They had some power, had a couple of balls go out out the park. Um, I just think they just need to see themselves being successful. You know, they need to know what they feel like. They need to know what it what it's like to to have uh, a a dominant victory, catching a team that's 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 on the up. And, and and put them in the plate, put, put them in their place. You know, Valley Valley's a good team this year. You know, it might not show in the record, but based off what they used to be, they put up a good fight with everybody. And I'm just proud of, of, of Jack State coming through with the sweep because based off other series, it put us in position, you know. It doesn't matter if we're the first place or the last place this year. Whoever's going to be the hot team, is going to win this year, no matter if they're in the first place or the last place team. I just want us to 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 be ready. And I'm always say that week in and week out, um, good job. <clears throat> let's just keep it up. And, and let's, let's start seeing some more, you know, let's get happy, you know. Let's start seeing some other
2: players come through. Let's, let's coach them up, you know. That's my little spiel on that whole series. Yeah, so the, the series win by Jackson State propelled them from last place to fourth place. Still six games behind the division leader, Alabama State, who swept that series. Still catchable. Still catchable. Got a
0: lot of time. Got a lot, still of, time. Catchable. A lot of time. man mm-hmm. like, I, This is still the first go around. This is the last weekend series of the first go around. So, man, it's still a lot of baseball left.
2: Yeah, and, and another school that was able to bounce back after a rough weekend was South Southern. They took two out of three from Prairie View over in the SWAC West. Um, once again, the Tigers offense put up big numbers as so they always do on offense, scoring double digit runs in that series. Um, do y'all think the Texas Southern being able to bounce back after a rough weekend against Southern last week, not can propel themselves to contend for the SWAC West? <clears throat>
0: what's your what's your word, Thomas? What's, the, what's that word you like to always put out there that say that you got to be what consistent? <laughs> consistent. Consistent. And I don't think that just mm-hmm. goes for Texas Southern Slim. I think that goes for all the teams. The more consistent you are, the more you give yourself a chance to win. And actually, Prairie won this series two to one. Texas Southern didn't win the series. They only won one oh, game. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah Prairie
2: View in second place right now, um, a game behind Southern for the for the lead in the division. Um, ironically, Prairie View, the only team in the Swipe West currently that's over 500 overall, they're 18 and 17. Um, everybody else is either at 500 or well below 500. Um, so, yeah, like the 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 Swipe West between Southern, Prairie View, Grambling and Texas Southern, they're all separated by no more than three <laughs> games love it is it's, it's, it's gonna be a tight one
0: this is great yeah. this is yeah, great I, I i love it this i love great. it because it shows that it is competitive balancing our conference in baseball that is not a top-heavy conference and if you just say you have that many teams separated by three games that that the standards can change in a weekend mm. Like, every weekend, depending on who's playing each other, the standings can be affected. <laughs> I, I think that's beautiful because it gives everybody a fighting chance into the last day of the season.
2: Yeah, I mean, the only school that's really out of it right now is Alcorn State. They're 1-11 in the SWAC and 1-22 overall. They're not going to win anything this year. Um, but everybody else, even even Pine Pine bluff at 4-8, they have a chance to to win a division. It makes every game
0: interesting because every game, every game matters. Every and that's game. True. Every game. Uh, know people talk about NCAA basketball, everything. Hey, this is this is you're watching that same thing going on right now in the SWAC with
3: the baseball. Mm-hmm. Like every game counts. Yeah, it's, gonna be, be, it's gonna make it's gonna these last few weeks of this month and May pretty interesting. So you know.
0: Yeah. And un, and still, honestly, I wouldn't put too much into what happened in the next two or three weeks. Right. Because mm-hmm. we, we've we've seen, from our experience, well, we've seen a team really come out of nowhere to win a tournament like Texas Southern did in 2004. They had a losing yeah. record, was the fourth seed in the West, and everybody was like, it was what us, Valley, Gremlin, and Southern. Southern, the top Southern. four seeds, and all of us had to play each other right out the bat, and we'd be all beat up on each other. Next thing you know, Texas Southern won a tournament, mm-hmm. a losing record. That was so, whack, man. That it was, really was. That was uh, whack, man. I don't want to talk about that. And it, yeah, uh, yeah, but just to, you know, just so, <laughs> and I hate that our conference does not. We only get we're a one big conference, and the tournament winner gets the big because. Uh, the best team doesn't always represent our conference, right? The best team doesn't always win the tournament. It's just the team that got hot that weekend, which is ludicrous, if you ask me.
2: But that's tournament play, though.
3: That's tournament, tournament play. That's tournament ball.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that goes for the for for the big tournament too. Like, you get a team that get hot, end up winning the regional, then the super regional, go to the College World Series, like. But I'm just point, though I know that happens do, in the regions and the, the super regions though. I'm just speaking
0: from a standpoint of the regular season. If I have a good regular season, why am I not rewarded for going to the tournament? At least with a buyer or something. You <laughs> get what I'm saying? Think about it. that, it doesn't make sense. But I can, they'll say RPI to justify not having us in. Mm-hmm.
2: But we know right. why conference tournaments are held anyway. It's, it's to make revenue for the leagues. Right. So the, the so the regular season performance really doesn't matter in that regard when like there's money being valued, which I don't think the SWAC baseball tournament makes a lot of <laughs> to begin with. Well, why they kind of value having the conference tournament more so um than than, than regular season success?
0: Let me ask you this question. With North Carolina and T beating North UN, UNC last night at UNC. How much? How if they, let's say they finish second in, the, in their conference in the regular season? How much weight does that win have for them?
2: It doesn't have very much because because the Miac is a fourteen baseball league.
0: No, North Carolina and T is in the Big South. hmm
2: So let's say well, it, well, it, well, it, it depends on how the how the committee feels about the Big South in general in terms of their strength. Yeah. Okay. All right. But I mean like North Carolina, they have the name North Carolina because it's synonymous with basketball, but they are seven and eight in their conference. <laughs> yeah, I mean that they, they have they have 20 wins, 21 wins so far, but they're not one of the best teams in their own conference, despite gotcha. them being a power five school. Gotcha. Um yeah, but like I mean, I mean, it's an impressive win for North Carolina ANT um to to go in there and beat them for the first time in 29 years. Um but they have to string together a lot more wins to be able to convince the committee like hey, we deserve a shot to get into the tournament.
0: No, I was just saying, they let's say they finish second in the regular season, then they finish they lose in the conference championship game in the tournament. Does that does that have they done enough to get in at large?
2: And from the big south, no. Okay. No, I don't think so.
0: I got you. I'm which I guess. What if what if the team that's been dominant all and then they just have a slip up and losing championship game? That means just trash the whole season? Like we did
2: last year. Yeah,
0: yeah. Prime example last year. Okay.
2: But they'll say yeah, our
0: strength well, to schedule. they'll say our strength to schedule. Yeah, they can go. Up, they
2: can go up. strength the schedule, RPI, all that stuff, to make their determination.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But do
2: you, but do you think they created the RPI to
0: justify keeping us out of the tournament by saying, "Oh, well, you didn't beat anybody"?
2: I mean, when you're like picking teams for any tournament, I mean, you, you're going to have to weigh variables to make the decision, and RPI is one of them. Okay. I mean, like in your example, Ralph, like North Carolina a t is one in eight. In the Big South, um, they will have to go on a hell of a run to get to number two. And the best team in the Big South is nineteen and twelve, so gotcha. that's, that's that's not gonna. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's a good point to make, though. Like, yeah, like can some of these schools with, with the wins like that and and winning going on to win that tournament or come close to win that cover tournament get that large bid? I mean, it should be a consideration. But like the only schools I can think of that would fit that criteria. In my experience, in by college baseball were those mid southern teams that went like 45 and like nine and, and had some impressive non-conference victories. If they don't win the SWAT tournament, they probably get an large bid because their entire resume was was just that good. Right. <clears throat> now, I will
0: say um, I saw last night the 2001 Southern team, their RPI was like
2: an 83
0: or 85
2: or something in the country that year. Mm -hmm. yeah like the thing that hurt like 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 small conferences especially as use is like once you get in the conference play you kind of like have to win almost every game because any loss is weighed heavily against you because the rpi is so damn high for um Mm -hmm. every school so yeah i mean like it's 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 a real uphill battle for for black college baseball schools in that regard gotcha Yeah, and, and so the, the final series we're going to talk about is one I found pretty interesting, was Miles against Edward Waters. Edward Waters um, is, is an associate member of the SIAC, and they went in and took two out of three from um, Miles, who, at before last weekend, being swept by Savannah State, had a 13-game winning streak. And we're third in the conference. And so for a team like Everett to take two out of three, and that scenario is really impressive. For for a school that hasn't been around very long in terms of having a major baseball program. Right. Yeah,
0: I think it was impressive, you know, because we were all, you know, on the Miles band when on the Miles hype train (laughs) with them in Savannah State in that series. And They've lost, what, five of their last six conference games now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is it – have they hit a rough spot as a team right now trying to figure it out? Have they hit that patch in the road that most teams hit during the season? Or, you know, just trying to figure some things out? Or, like, what's going on with them right now? Because they still put up some runs this weekend. Yeah. But as uh-huh. my good boy Thomas would say, them errors will kill you. <laughs> yeah. you know they they made 10 errors over the weekend and the errors they made in the two games that they lost errors were the reason they lost the game you know you, you can't make eight errors in two games you that, you can't win a game like that you know but big ups to edward waters for taking advantage of the situation uh, for the win for them
2: Yeah, but it goes to show you once again, like how competitive black college baseball is across the board. Have a school like Errol Waters go in and, and, and knock off a, a really good team in miles, take two out three from them. And we just talked about earlier Jackson State beating Mississippi State and improving Mississippi State, State team, preparing themselves up in the standings. And fall of A&M, Sweat, doing Cookman, who y'all know is a really good baseball team. So, yeah, man, like we've been saying all year, like the season is unpredictable. So, we're going to have weekend results like the ones we had this past weekend, where like some schools we didn't expect to, to be competitive all of a sudden we win a series or split a series. So it's, it's going to be that's great for the rest of the year. And, and now we're going to move on to talk about players of the week. Um, there were, once again, a lot of good performances uh, across the board at the Division One level. And Division Two level. Uh, just spoke about FAMU and their success this weekend. Uh, Hunter Vets for FAMU on the mound. Went eight innings. Gave up one hit, no runs, and 10 strikeouts. in his win over a really good Bethune-Cookman team. Um, Jordan Hamburg. We'll talk about him a little bit later in the show. Um, the, the great two-way player for Coppin State. Complete game. 13 strikeout. Then give him a run, just five hits in his start over the weekend. And then Jeremiah Riddell, uh uh Albany State pitcher, a freshman, uh complete game, a shutout, eight strikeouts, six hits. So once again, boys, we're seeing dominant pitcher performances at the division one level and the division two level. Um we had some some guys who make consistent all year, and, and some new guys come aboard and, and and show what they can do too. So the the pitching, the, despite some of the big numbers the last couple of weeks, is is still pretty pretty good across the plane here. Right, I, we
0: do see some runs put up every week, but every week we also see a pitcher that has either double digit strikeouts or they've given up one run, two runs. Like we see it every week. It's just it's such a, a hitter dominant time right now. Um in conference play that we've seen that it you know is always nice to see some pitches that still have dominant
2: performances. Yeah, for sure. Now we're gonna go to our hitters of the week. Um, yeah, for Delaware State, we got Trey Page. He he went 500 over the weekend, eight hits, five RBIs, three home runs, uh, three doubles, and he scored six runs over the weekend. Um, Joe Smith, Savannah State, uh, 583, uh, six RBIs, two home runs, two doubles, and a triple. He scored seven runs and drove in six. A really impressive all-around big weekend, not only at the plate, but on the bases as well. And then Trey Burwell for Graham State hit seven hundred, five runs, batted in. He scored four runs, and hit three triples. So once again, boys, another impressive performance across the board at all levels and all conferences this weekend, especially Joe Smith's numbers. <laughs> just a complete um, uh, virtuoso performance in regards to how versatile it was, extra base hits, home runs, um and, and and triples and also scoring driving in scoring runs too just a remarkable effort by him and mr burrell put up those numbers in only two games
1: mm-hmm.
2: right yeah we had guys hit 800 but they did it over three games span. so i got hit 700 um in two games is, is just equally as impressive as well it's the three triples man Taking
0: bad angles in the outfield. I'm telling you, Ralph, it's the bad (laughs) angles. I already know it is. You can't give up three triples without a ball going over your head. You say it's the bad angles? (laughs) Most triples are based off bad angles, man. Bad angles. Boy, you crazy. When you see somebody numbers on the back of their jersey in the outfield, bad angle. <laughs> Either bad if, if not you're gonna call him toast which one you gonna do it bad angle of toast boy you crazy hey. boy. think about it all baseball situations every triple is based off somebody taking a bad angle even if it's a ball oh, man sometimes, sometimes you find a that trippy,
2: gap man, man. yeah get a gap man speed too
0: you hit one down the line the right field it bounce
3: in the corner. That's oh, that true. That trip all day. Especially yeah. in the sweat. You know, it's a
0: bad angle because he didn't cut the ball off. He let the ball go cut foot. off
3: a hit that hit in the corner, bro?
0: Hey, you take off, and goes toward the pole. Let me tell you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you just turn around and start running. We already out know. on the down ball.
0: just head straight to the pole. Have hey. you ever outran the ball? Who, me? Yeah. I played in the dirt. Hey, I had two point. I had 0.5 seconds to try to catch a ball. It was over. Okay.
2: <laughs> and
0: oh, and I never wore a cup, so you know. Elbow.
2: Thomas. You ain't like your life.
0: You weren't trying to have no future.
2: If you learn uh, how to catch
0: a ball right, you never had to worry about it. I knew how to catch. Sometimes you hit a rock. you a catch a <laughs> rock. You, you, you had to wear one. But I've never worn one in my entire baseball all the way through college. No matter how bad the infield was. Hey, I'd take it off the stomach or something, but I've never. i I've risking never it all, one. man. You, you tried to give yourself a second on the baseball field. <laughs> sure no, I, I trusted my hands. I trusted my hands. <laughs> now, come on. That's, that's hey, right there. I trust the haters.
3: See, he ain't got no trust issues. I trust you know my myself own. too, but.
0: That playing field, I don't, Why do you think I took pride in making sure the field was clean? I wanted to go out there and play out there with them <laughs> rocks when we first started practicing. What the, what the hell is this? Hold up, Coach. Time out, man. What is going on here? You didn't tell me about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't tell me about this. <laughs> oh, boy. Man, man. I'm out there. I'm 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 looking for rocks every time I go in the dirt. No, I'm trying to make my area as smooth as possible because I knew I knew what was at risk. (laughs) Your your family lineage, Mm, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) It's family
2: jewels. (laughs) Oh my god! All right, we're gonna shift from did you know to did you know, Um, a segment we introduced last week where we unveil some interesting facts. From around Black Eyes Baseball. And the first one is um, coming from the swag, Draylen Holmes. He has an impressive on uh base streak. He's reached base safely in 20 straight games. Um and he's been a big reason for the improvement for Mississippi Valley State this season. A 20-game on base streak is really impressive, no, no matter what level it's at. Um on the SIAC, Savannah State and Albany State as of April 10th. They have the longest active win streaks in Division II at 12 and nine games apiece, respectively. Um, As we we talked about Savannah said a lot, they've swept seven straight series to to start their conference season. You know, Albany State has also played great baseball this year, as evidenced by their nine-game winning streak. Slide. okay. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> Howard University um, The the 1998 um, Baseball team Went undefeated in conference and tournament play Winning the MEAC championship um, As we all know The program uh, was disbanded In 2002 But nonetheless The 98 team will always stand out In Howard athletic history And did you know that The um, Grambling has scored 101 runs in their last seven games. That's right, 100 runs in their last seven games. The Tigers are currently eight and four in the SWAC um, West in third place. And staying in the SWAC, as of this week, 43 players have a batting average of 300 or better which is remarkable. It kind of explains some of the big numbers we've been seeing over the weekend in terms of scores. And that's a big reason why. Everybody get hit in the swag. Man, everybody ERA, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> terrible.
0: Just, tar- just terrible, terrible, terrible. I'm telling you. I mean, but it doesn't man. justify, like, you know, everybody's hitting. So, you know, like I said, number one team in the swag and ERA is still a, what, four, four man. They probably know it's done inflated after this weekend.
3: Mm-hmm. The highest ERA, uh Alabama State has it with a uh, 4.85. Everybody else. That's what I'm five. saying. It's still a yeah. four. It's mm-hmm. still a four. Yeah. And they got some dogs
0: pitching. They do. They do. And and, and it just maybe, like I said, maybe the swag just is more hidden than it is pitching. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe it's better hitters. Or, or y'all still say, um, less pitching? Let me just say the hitting is the hitting is outperforming the pitching at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Kind of hard to decide which one though.
2: True. (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) this point in the season, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to distinguish. Yeah. Um. So, uh. This week we had an interview. Speaking of the SIC, we, we had an interview with um Savannah State uh, head baseball coach. We're getting some clout, baby. Uh, yeah, get some clout, Carlton Hardy, clout, baby. Um, and, and as, as you know, Savannah State has been impressive all year long, they lead the, the SICE in the, in the standings. And so our own Ralph Zizi had an opportunity to sit down with Carlton Hardy, their baseball coach. Um, Let's talk about the season and everything like that going on with the team. And we're going to play you a short clip of that interview, which will be available in full tomorrow.
0: Going into the season with the team that you have, what was
1: your mindset when you went into building this team this year, coach? Um... My mindset every year is that uh, we're going to try to get the best student athletes we can and coach them up the best we can. Our philosophy is that, um, you know, we want to be strong pitching and defense. That's since I've been coaching. Um, That if we can, you know, throw strikes um, and make plays on defense, we give ourselves a great chance to be successful. Um, As I tell our hitters, hitters hit. So, um, you know, with with the scholarship numbers the way they are, we target most of our resources in the pitching. Um, and then we've been fortunate. Um, I don't want to get into numbers, but we, we've been fortunate with the guys in our lineup. They have been consistently swinging the bat um, pretty much from day one. And things are starting to come together. Um, I see a different um, – atmosphere and practice uh again kids are enjoying themselves they're enjoying each other they're spending more time with each other um and our model was just to go one and oh every day right yeah, yeah i will agree with you coach <clears throat> yeah
0: that was that was
2: a you, go ahead, you got to
1: say
0: oh no that was that was just a very brief portion of the interview with coach hardy um he, he talked um, about some of the conference opponents, um, the transition from coming from Division One to Division Two. It was a great interview, and um, it'll be up um, tomorrow um, around uh, – I don't know what time we'll put it up. We'll figure it out. We'll let you know. <laughs> but it will be yeah. up tomorrow as well as this episode. So thank you to it's Coach Hardy again and um much success to savannah state and the rest of the teams in the siac and we also have a special guest next week let's go so, so we'll cloud, baby so we'll, the we'll put in an i'll put the information out for who we'll have on next week um probably monday or tuesday and then i'm working on having a very very special guest the next week so yeah trying to highlight as many programs and coaches as we can because they they need to be they need the exposure they work just as hard as the football and the basketball coaches they they win probably more consistently than their football and basketball counterparts but they don't get the shine nor the love they get so
3: we're limited resources at the same time
0: exactly
2: yeah
0: exactly so and the crazy part is most of the baseball coaches don't complain about it. They love it. They just do what they do. You know, I I guarantee you, and a lot of people might not say this, you have a better chance of beating the power fire team with your baseball team on your campus than your basketball or your football team.
3: That's very true.
0: And, and it's, it's every, been proven. Mm-hmm.
2: It's evidence by um North Carolina and T beating North Carolina this right. week. Yeah. Hashtag truth.
3: Truth.
0: Womp, (laughs) womp.
2: Message. (laughs) (laughs) This show has gone off the rails. No, no, we are right on track, sir. Off the
3: rails. All right. I just dropped the mic. Let me pick up my
2: ear
3: part.
2: We got Watts dropping his mic.
0: No, Watts got to the show the, the shirt he got on tonight, which is quite remarkable. Man. Michael yes. Jackson, huh? dangerous cover. Yeah. He's showing off
2: shirts. I, I got my Bob Molly shirt on representing the, the homeland of my
0: oh, wife.
3: Look,
2: look at this
0: man here. I, I got my oh. Sackhot Dragon baseball shirt from California oh, when I coached out there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> man, hey, Slim, where did you get that? My wife got it for me when she visited Jamaica a couple years ago to see her family. I want a real one.
0: From the Bob Marley Museum. Home, I want one. I want a real one. Like, for real. It ain't real unless okay. it comes from the island, boy.
3: Yeah, off the beach. The <laughs>
2: By the boy. beach. Yeah, she got this one from the actual Bob Marley Museum down in Kingston, Jamaica. So, Yes, I want one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, want I want one. Too, right. As a matter of fact, won't you just schedule a trip for us to go out there and, and see for ourselves. You mean let's show? not have a trip, you know? Yeah, we'll we can't, we can't, we, we need to call Nato too. Nato from He's the Bar- Bahamas, oh, not Jamaica. I, I know that man, you didn't even let me finish. I said we can go there too. <laughs> I know they got the Atlantis water park. <laughs> oh, I wanna yeah. go to all the spice.
3: <laughs> by the beach.
2: Right,
0: with Down the kids. by the beach With the kids. <laughs> All right, man.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We got to reel everybody in, man. Hey, man, I'm
0: sorry. This is how we get when we get together. We've been good the first nine episodes. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. We got too comfortable, man. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to transition to our our big topic tonight. Um, We had some great individual performances all season on the mound at the plate. But a couple of guys in Black Kaiser Baseball are doing both two-way players. You got one being Jordan Hamburg, Gloom Cookman. He's a pitcher and he plays in the field as well. He um has a 2.93 ERA, a 4-1 record, and 40 strikeouts on the uh, on the mound at the plate. He's hitting 338, has an OPS of 1050. And um, has a slugging percentage of 6.07. Another guy we're going to highlight is Shamar Page, of Gremlin State. Um, 377 batting average um, at the plate and a 2.25 ERA on the mound with a whip of 1.13 and 52 whip. innings. And he leads the nation in strikeouts with 80. So guys, these are some special, special talents In in black college baseball, who have led their teams, who are are clearly the best players on their teams, Um, I kind of run off the stats here, but kind of like what makes these two players stand out in your in your eyes? Consistency,
0: yeah,
3: yeah, That's it. Consistency is one. I agree with you, Thomas. Yeah, because they've been on our radar like every week, like since the season start, and they ain't no letting up. And it's good to see that. You know, coaches are using these kids just as efficient, and they produce them. That's what you love. Like we was talking about earlier before the show started, that Paige transferred from Louisiana, well, uh, La Tech. Yeah. And he was a grand opportunity, but then he came to the SWAT, and kid is shining. Well, excuse me, I don't want to call him kid. This is a grown man. He's taking over that hill. <laughs> he, he, he's, I mean – I know Gremlin wish they had about two more of them because they, they'd definitely be in a different position. Uh, but uh, but it, it's just it's great to see that these two kids keep standing out week after week and showing that it ain't no fluke. It's no fluke, ain't no ain't no fading in in their performance. They just keep producing and being consistent every week, and that's that's very good to see.
0: Right. Um, Mr. Hamburg of Coppin State was the HBCU freshman of the year last year. Um, So he's kind of been on people's radar. Mr. Page kind of came from out of nowhere earlier this year with his first start against Jackson State with a 10-strikeout performance. And he's had maybe three or four more um, 10-pitch, I'm going to say 10-strikeouts weekends this year. It's It's tough when you take a dude who's starting on Friday night, who dominates you on Friday night, then he steps in the batter's box on Saturday and Sunday and he destroys you on offense. Mm-hmm. Like, you what are you gonna do with that? Like Jordan Hamburg last weekend literally was the one of was one of our um offensive players of the week, and he also had seven in his pitch with 10 strikeouts. So I, I how do you compete with that? Mm-hmm. Like his his value to his team, he's giving them two players in one. I'm giving you a, a rotational starter, and I'm giving you a legitimate bat in the lineup when I'm not pitching. Like that, his scholarship is being maximized. Yeah, it is. Like, and with the scholarships being the way that they are in college baseball, if you can find you some le- three or four legitimate two-way players, you gonna give people problems <clears throat> because you you getting multiple dudes in one. If I can dominate on the mound and at the bat, that's two guys in one. And you're going to cause a lot of damage. That reminds me of the one day my freshman year, he started left field or DH game one, pitch game two, DH started left field game three. And he was
2: all conference. Like, that's hard to compete with. Yeah, You know, we see this happen like in a little league where, you know, the best player on the, on the team in the area, is the best player because he's the pitcher and the shortstop, and right take a team all the way to the Little League World Series. But like the, the higher level you go in baseball, it gets harder and harder to do because the game becomes more specialized in that way, and it's rare to see not only a two-way player but a really good two-way player. Like there are two-way players right. in college baseball, That's the but yeah, 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 they're two-way players in college baseball, but they're not good ones. Like they may do well at the plate, and maybe if he pitches. They may be good pitchers, but they are average hitters. The guys we're talking about are dominant at both. And like we said before, like very valuable to their teams, has a lot of versatility. Um, managers can use them numerous ways, pick their spots when they use them, either on the mound or, or on offense. So, yeah, like to, to have a guys on your team that can do both and do both very well is only going to be an asset to, to make your entire team better as a whole. I can pretty much guarantee you every team in the conference has a
0: two-way player on them. Every team probably has a two-way player. They have... Shit, now that I think about it, um, Kobe guy pitches a little bit for Jackson State. Enrico Riley pitches a little bit. So that's two right there on, our, on Jackson State roster. That That's two-way guys. You know, they, they may not pitch as much, but you know, they're two-way guys. But... When you have a guy that's a weekend starter, a rotational guy, and he's also in your lineup every week, every day, man, that's that's maximizing the scholarship. Cause, cause you basically went out there and found two guys in one.
2: So how would you guys like best use a two-way player like like a hamburg or a page? I mean, like would you Value them starting more, or would you value them at the plate more? It
0: it depends on the skill set of the player. If if he showed me he could be a Jordan Hamburg or a Shem, uh Shamar Page and be a starter and be a dominant starter, he's gonna start. But if it was a situation like when we played with Anton, when Anton would pitch, Anton would mostly pitch in situations where. We either he was a guy that ate up innings as a two way player for us. So if we were up by a lot. They bring Anton in to just kind of close the game out, or if it was a game that we weren't really in, they bring him in and just eat the innings up to kind of get us out the game because they knew he he was a he could pitch, but they brought him in more so as an outfielder. But if I was the coach, I want me a guy that I can put in the rotation or close. You know, and also be a guy that I can put in my lineup. And you know, when he's not in the lineup, it doesn't affect us as much because I can plug another guy in there. But if I if I want a two way guy, I want to be the front end rotational guy, or I want him at the back end being my stopper. So he's not gonna be a middle relief guy at all. No, I would. Me personally, no, I wouldn't do a middle relief guy. I want I want that guy that's either gonna shut it down in the beginning or gonna shut it down at the back end. That's where I think the most value is. Think about it in Major League Baseball. Do middle relievers get paid like closers and starters? Nah, man. Nah. That diamond doesn't. So I want it on the front end or the back end. I don't know too many middle relievers that's Hall of Famers, but I know a bunch of starters and there's closers that's up. That's true. I don't know. The game changer setup, man, just getting just as important now as the closer. And – Honestly, if he's a, a two way guy, uh, he wouldn't be a catcher, <laughs> uh, more no. like a middle infielder, third baseman, probably,
3: probably a first baseman,
0: probably a corner outfielder or something like that. But I, my first baseman, I, mm, nah, nah, not
3: my too first much. baseman, but yeah, you know, yeah, it's too much
0: middle, it. middle infielder, maybe a corner outfielder. Maybe him a third baseman, something like that. But you know, if he could this DH, that would be perfect.
2: You know, but that's just my that's just me. I mean, we've seen the major league baseball with Shohei Otani doing it, dominating on the mound and at the plate. Um, he's a rare species of baseball player to be able to do it's that gonna, at that level. Gonna be,
3: it's gonna be all cooling off that contract
0: come up, and they're gonna try to play him as one type of player. He won both values. They're gonna shut that down real quick. Yeah, that is gonna be interesting when it's contract time. Oh yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. if you got pitchers making forty million and you got hitters finna sign for five hundred million,
2: you getting double the player. But the thing about Otani is like he don't play the field though; he just pitch in DH. Mm.
3: doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No right
2: right. right. so, so you're going to pay a, a DH that much money? <clears throat> Otani is putting butts in the seat, dog. He
0: got a whole bunch it. behind him. We're talking about college baseball. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. But, oh, but oh, seriously, though, Thomas, I think Otani is a different situation because the extra attention that he brings with the Japanese media. In the right. Japanese mm-hmm. market, right? He got a whole mm-hmm. country behind him. So I, I think his value, of what he brings to baseball, you know, is different. He's like it's like the Ichiro effect now. If you think about it, it's the new it's the new Ichiro way. Mm-hmm. That's
2: worth more than 500 million of them, guaranteed. <clears throat> you may be right. I mean, like. Yeah, yeah, Otani does bring a lot of international eyeballs to the game of baseball itself. Um, he was a hit at the All-Star game last year, um, despite some comments about people saying the average fan can relate to him because he's from Asia. But, yeah, anyway. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> we're going to move on um, and go to my favorite segment of our show, the pick and recaps and the picks for this coming. Oh, God, look at that. It's beautiful. Um Last weekend, uh, the recap. We're gonna start from bottom to the top. Uh, Ralph Zizi went four and two. Thomas Black, uh, Hawaiian Excursion went five and one.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> five thousand watts, undefeated, six and zero, and myself once again proving to be a baseball savant. I am undefeated. Uh, overall standings: uh, Ralph seventeen and eleven. Thomas Black two games above 500 Watts and myself lapping the field at 21-7 um, so what's it going to be like this week boys bro
0: did you really just say Thomas is two games above 500 and did not even acknowledge his record <laughs> say. it's not a winning record though Panty, pity, 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 pity. It's all good. So <laughs> say whatever you want as long as you blame me that sweatshirt. <laughs> all right. At least give me that because you didn't invite me to the wedding. Oh, it's going to be a running <laughs> thing all year. Let it go. <laughs>
2: let it go. No. You, you wouldn't get you invited get to shirt. the
0: wedding and no more. Go.
2: No. If I get married yeah. again, Thomas you, you'll be the first one I
0: invite. You. When they renew their vibes, wow. they're gonna invite you. Yeah. Hey, it better be in Jamaica no promises, too. Man. It better be in Jamaica too. They gonna make you the mm-hmm. DJ.
3: <laughs> oh man, and I get paid to be there.
0: No, it's gonna be <laughs> a gift. <laughs> no, it'll
2: be a gift. Even try to you Yeah, we're trading. gonna pay you
3: with uh, yeah,
2: uh beef patties. How about that? <laughs> hey man,
0: can I get a spicy, a spicy beef patty? Mm, Bob Marley yeah. t shirts, <laughs> right? All right, man, we tripping, we tripping, we tripping. All right, so our first game, our first pickle of the week all versus UAPB.
1: You know man. what
0: to do, pick them. What you got, Thomas? Man, let's go on around and pick this. Go to the next one, man. Come on, we <laughs> already know what everybody's
3: gonna pick, <laughs> man. The golden, golden lions, man.
0: Raw, everybody
2: got
3: and piled my daughter up. say raw
2: unless Slim want to be against the grain. Are you, are you feeling lucky this week, Slim? You
0: I ain't stupid now,
2: this? man. I ain't picking all awkward, right?
0: All right, so we got UAPB across the board. Man, next up in Huntsville, we have Bethune versus Alabama and M. Oh, you know what to do now, pick them.
1: I'm
0: gonna have to go, but that's I think Bethune will come back. From getting torched last week. So
2: I go with Bethune.
0: Where's you guys to live? I'm
2: going to ride with the Wildcats myself, man. I think they bounce back this
3: weekend. Yeah, I'm going to go with the round to Wildcats, it's going to be. Well, it's a clean sweep.
0: As as I used to tell one of my coworkers, um, <laughs> she went to BCC Bethune Cookman College, the community college. I said that was them CCs stood for. <laughs> but she would get so hot with me, <laughs> you don't leave me alone. <laughs> All right, our next series, Prairie View in Southern. This series was supposed mm. to be played in Baton Rouge, but weather has forced it to be now played at Prairie View. Mm. So well. you know what to do. Pick them. I ain't went
2: with Southern all year. I'm going to preview. <laughs> yeah, the, the top two teams in the SWAC West, um, I'm going to go with Southern in the series. I don't feel very confident about it, but I'm going to go with them.
3: Yeah, you say the top two, two in the West, but I don't, I'm going to go look at the stats. Preview second as a team in hidden. And they sec, I mean, third is pitching an ERA. I'm going to go with Preview on this one. Uh, they seem more complete than, than Southern right now at the moment. I'm going to gain some ground on Slim. All right. Um, two weeks, three
0: weeks ago, we said Southern didn't look like the Southern that we're familiar to see. Since that time, the Jaguars have started to get on the prowl a little bit. Um, Coach Crenshaw getting them rolling a little bit. They're getting some some decent pitching performances. Um, With the all-coin situation, you really can't put a lot of weight into that. But um, I think this is going to be a competitive series. And I'm going to make this an even split. I'm going to go with SU. All right. All right. That's
1: going
3: to be interesting right there. Next up
0: our beloved Jackson State Tigers travel to Tallahassee to take on a fiery hot FAMU team right now. Ooh. Oh, you know what to do. Pick them. I'm going Jack State. Oh, well, I know that. <laughs> well, you know, I always ride shotgun with you, you know.
1: Yeah,
3: I'm going to have to say Siri play bit payback because we'll have to get them back on this one, so just state. Just state's gonna be. <laughs> what you gonna hey, do, Phil? Slavin go with fam.
2: I know he is. I'm gonna <laughs> he Thomas black. black and go against the grain, right? <laughs> and pick fam. I mean, they on a nine game win streak, man. Like right. I can't ignore that. Okay.
3: That's true.
2: Streaks are meant to be broken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing hot hand right now, man.
1: You right.
2: You're right. You
0: playing with I'm how 21. Mean, you playing 21 awesome. to 7 for a reason now. So get on jump on MLB to show to uh 22 after this and keep talking trash. Jump on some diamond dance. Keep talking. Oh, <laughs> keep man. talking. Jump on MLB to show with all this talk. So I, I gotta the myself. show you be playing the show, Slim. I gotta I gotta prove myself you in a video game. Man, I'm just joking, man. You know I'm compared to oh, man. No, I, no, I haven't beaten you in a baseball game since MVP 03 or 04, or whatever it was. Stop it. Slim, you are on the show. Look, man. Now for real. Like I'm I'm, I'm being honest. Are you really?
2: I play the game like everybody else who like like baseball play the game. But but yeah, man. Xbox
0: or PlayStation.
2: Uh PlayStation. Man. Nah, just playing. No. Nah, send me, um,
0: send me your gamer tag, man. We gotta play cross cross platform. I wanna see what your diamond
2: Dynasty team look like. Justin these standards are probably better than yours.
3: <laughs> yeah, shots fired! Bang bang! We need sound effects <laughs> now! Bang bang! We should have like
2: music and like sounders for the show, man. Like right yeah,
3: now,
1: we, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we need soundboard.
2: We will look into that. Yeah,
0: right. We will. but we, we all over the place tonight, man. This like if we were together in Jackson for real at a game, how we'd be acting.
3: Right. In room in like For the record,
0: sick. we're not high or drunk. We're so all, all of us. This how we act when we together. Yeah. yeah. All right. Our next game, we have Le Grimblanc versus Texas Southern. You know what to do. Pick on. I'm going on Gremlin, man. You going? Texas Southern burnt me last week.
3: It's the battle of the tigers. Hmm. Yeah, I won't have to go with Gremlin on this one, too, man. The round production, you can't sit it down. And you know when Paige get on the mound, they at least go take one game.
0: It's always the third game I'm worried about.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: It's mm-hmm. always the third game. What you got, Slim? I'm
2: picking the Tigers. Of course you are. <laughs> I'm picking the Tigers, my man. I'm going with the g uh,
0: Man, right. okay, G-Force. Man, this is a tough one.
1: Go, Go, on Go Gremlin has
0: good. scored 101 runs in their last seven games. However, comma they have also given up 61 runs in those same seven games. And if you take out one of those series for the opponent that they played, those numbers may not be skewed. So I think if Mr. Um, Cooper, Mr. Thomas, and Mr. Vasquez can have a good weekend, I think Texas Southern can pull this thing off. So I'm going to go against the grain, and I'm going with those young men that at McGregor Park. All right, because they lost last week, so they they hope they might win this week. But, you know, they seesaw every, every other week. Ralph still riding with them. He say they legit. No, Nah, I'm, it, well, I just need to go against the grain. I need to make up a game, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to be honest, but no, really, come on, let, let's be honest. I, 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 I know, man. In, I know. Any team really that that and it's no shade at, at all. Yeah. On it, right, right, really right,
1: that, right. But, uh, how
0: how much do you really put into any team in our conference? And what they really are about beating all in the weekend series. Right. Like not no shade at all. Just being from a strictly baseball standpoint. Mm-hmm. Allcorn has only played maybe two games this year, three games where they didn't give up over 10 runs. So it's almost like if you don't score 10 runs against all corn you didn't do anything. True. You know, so I just look at it from that standpoint. If I look at what happened last weekend, not the allcorn weekend, but from LSU to the three games they played last weekend against UAPB. That's what I got to go with. So I'm I'm gonna go with Texas. Southern. You know, even though I probably should be going to G. Man, I need to make up a game. <laughs> All right, and our last pick them, we have Alabama State going down down in the valley deep. Play Mississippi, Valley. going to the itty bitty. <laughs> so we're gonna ask. Hey, Vallet might still. Yeah, Valley, might still won. Valley might still one. Valley might still one on their last Hornet. day, but Alabama yeah. State gonna get them that first two. <clears throat> yeah. So, so you saying you going to Alabama State, Tommy.
3: Yes. Yeah, I don't have to go with them Hornets too, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think to still one, like Thomas said, but uh, I think Alabama State going to come out on top of that series. Okay. okay.
0: What you got, Slim?
2: I'm going with them Bama State boys, man.
0: Okay. Bama State. Not so fast, my friend. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He believe in the bidding. Not so fast, my friend. All right. All right, Lee Corson. Now, <laughs> Mr. Holmes has been on an a absolute tap. And he, he, hey, in the game three on Sunday, the man had two home runs against Jackson State. However, I don't see a one-man outpacing Corey King, Hunter May, Angel Jimenez, and the rest of their crew. And I also don't see Valley being as deep pitching-wise as Alabama State. So, we're going to make it a clean sweep. Oh, man, I thought you had the devil in you. Yeah, I thought he did too. My high school mascot <laughs> are the blue devils. My aunt is a my I have two aunts that are Delta Devils, but I am a blue bingo. <laughs> yeah. Well i you the devil. I've been called worse. <laughs> yeah, you could be called slim.
2: <laughs> How was <is> that bad? <laughs> Boy, you stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and here's the weekend games, the weekend schedule for Division I, SWAG MEAC, and Big South, participant North Carolina Antique. And these are our weekend matchups for the SIAC and also our NAIA school. Who was Our Lady of the Lady? I, that should have been Our Lady. I can't remember what that was, man. I'll probably i type in there at like three o'clock that morning, bro. My bad. <laughs> Our Lady of the Ladies with a hell of a baseball team, I guess. Hey, man, I'll make the correction later, man. Leave me alone.
2: Our Lady of the Lady. Hey. hey. <laughs> I, let me tell you exactly who that's supposed
3: to
0: be. <laughs> hey, so where, so where you go to school? At O L O T L U. I go
3: to the school with the lady.
1: With the ladies. With the ladies.
2: (laughs) Our lady of the lake. It should be our lady of the lady from now on. Don't change your man. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now our second favorite segment of the show. Story time, where we tell you stories of our baseball adventures on and off the field. Okay, we're gonna go around the room. We had a week off to start with the main attraction, Thomas Black.
0: Oh, really?
2: I know you got a good one. For okay, this goes back to, to 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 not
0: wearing a cup. Um. So. It kinda you know, when you when you first get in the little league, you know, that's that's when they, they tell you, you know, I can wear a cup. Ooh, yeah, I can wear a cup. So, you know, I went and got my first cup. Uh, you know, couldn't wait to put it on, you know, go out there, have my cup on. <laughs> 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 you know. But you know, me, little did I know was, you know, that you know, how it was going to feel and so when i went out there at nine years old you got a cup on and stuff and and you know i couldn't run right i couldn't swing right you know it didn't feel right but you know some rules when you get an all-star they make you wear a jock strap you know so i just (laughs) i just the the first day i put it on I felt weird all day and I actually got hit in the cup. And so from that point on, I said, I'm not gonna wear it anymore. So from that point on (laughs) in practice, I refuse to to get in front of a ball. I mean, I'm not, you know, it's practice. This ain't no game, ain't nothing on the line. So in high school, the coach always got (laughs) mad at me because, you know, he wants you to take one off the chest. No. Hey man, I'm O-laying all day. Olay. Practice. Practice. So it's so my practice, man. <laughs> and so my coach, Coach Pickle, he thought that if he talked crazy or said something to me that I was gonna get in front of the ball. So he said, you know, you ain't wearing no cup, you must have pink panties on.
3: Oh no. <laughs> oh
2: no. no. Right, right. So
0: so so everybody, you know. There's a, the, oh, Coach said you be wearing pink pants, I, right. You know, I looked at him. You know, I can't say what I said on on, on the show. But I basically said, um, I don't care. And if you hit another ball, and it's depending on me to block it up, um, I'm o all day. But ain't it so, your job to you catch the ball? Man, look, it's practice. <laughs> but You're talking about practice. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You talking about hold practice. On. So, if your coach didn't play you because you were old landed, how would you going to be mad at Coach? Coach ain't going to not play me, man. You crazy. I'm bad okay. in three hole. Oh.
2: Oh, okay, man. All right. You know I mean? Big right. <laughs> <All laughs> right, boss. This story has everything in it. First, Thomas says he got hit in the cup and therefore decided not wear it again. So, it saved him <laughs> from a lot of pain and anguish. And he then said he couldn't run to- right. He didn't feel right. <laughs> I ain't feeling strange. And Dennis Coke emasculated him? <laughs> man. And Dennis Coke emasculated right, him? Man.
0: It felt it felt nasty, man. I like, no, man. No. No. I'm not wearing one. And it looked awkward. It looked awkward. I felt awkward. I couldn't swing the bat right. I felt like I was walking with a wobble. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you had a five-pound weight on instead of a cover. Exactly. You probably be too bad, man. man.
3: <laughs> no, I ain't
0: never too big. It had the hold with a head. <laughs> hey man, can we go to the next story time? Yeah. <laughs> Watch your turn, Watch.
2: Watch you up, man. Watch,
0: Watch your you up.
3: Turn, oh. <laughs> All right, my my story gonna be a little milder, but it's gonna talk about, you know, everybody's baseball program has its rituals. And us, B5B, we got eyes. Uh it's it's sad that it took us nine episodes to get to this story, but uh, we know our original was taking people to the mud. Oh, so we happened to be going to Jackson State in a very prime stretching time. So going to the mud was very very good around this time. It was mud everywhere. It's, at this time, they tore up the plaza, so we had mud going for a good. We had a creek going through. The creek was coming through the back of the field. Exactly. Exactly. So I remember this one afternoon, we we kind of I think we initiated the softball team too at the same time. Uh, we was leaving practice. Everybody was done at practice, but us being student athletes, we were blessed that the cafeteria stayed open for us after practice. We leave practice, we go into the cafeteria. Ooh, who's that? It's the girl. It's the softball girls too, of course. We we all had chemistry. We used to all party together and everything. So we up in the cafeteria clown and everything. And oh, what was his name? It was a Johnny. What, what was the kid's name? Was it head? Who? Who? Yeah, it was head. It was head. Right. Yeah. So right next to the cafeteria. You might <laughs> would well say that this it, it, it may have been six feet. I don't know. It may have been a six feet. Oh. <laughs> it was a ditch, man. It was a ditch, <laughs> <laughs> and it rained the night before, so you know it was just filthy in there. Thing, mind you, hey, we didn't have street clothes on, we had practice clothes on, but uh, it, it just got. I mean, the moment I looked at it, I just got taken to, to the mud a uh, night prior. So, you know, I'm sitting here like, man, I'm ready to get somebody messing around and caught head slipping. Man, by four of us picked them up. He knew what was about to happen, and he just let go. Man, we swung that man about four, or five times just so he could brace himself. And <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was gonna go to the quarter mile of the mud. Nah, buddy, we turned around, swung him, and put him right in that, that ditch. <clears throat> that man had to, that man had to get help to get out of that thing. That man got out. He did. He did. So <laughs> he walking <laughs> in the cab, mud on the side of his face, head. Man. Yeah. he he got branded that night. He he got branded that day, man. But uh,
1: but yeah, that
3: that that taking each other to the mud was probably one of the most iconic memories. Because I remember shoot, we used to do it, it didn't matter what time of the day. We I remember one time we took somebody in the mud like three o'clock in the morning, snatch them out their dorm room. Anton. Anton, yep. snatch them out of the dorm right. room, come oh. on. I'm going to pick it
0: back off of yours. Go you know? ahead, bro. And the night we went and got Anton, he was living on the second floor.
2: Coors was his <laughs> roommate,
0: but Coors wasn't playing baseball then. course was working at Sears, and he tried out the next year. Anton was a freshman. So we knocked on the door. We sent AC to go do it because we had already took AC to the mud. So we was like, yo, AC, you got to help us get Anton. So Anton, Coors opened the door. What's up? And I'm talking about the football team lived on the second floor. And when we hit the floor, they was like, yo, the baseball team up here. They was like, the baseball team? And somebody was like, oh, they taking the freshmen to the mother. The whole football team they followed us down the hallway to Anton Doe. So when we, we open the door, we walk in, and he's sitting there like Anton wearing glasses at the time. And he's sitting there like, hey guys, what's up? So he still was in his shell a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He, had, he wasn't Superman then, he was still Anton.
3: Right, right. It was Dwayne Wade. <laughs> no, <Nah, yeah>, he,
0: <laughs> nah, he was Anton. He was, he was <laughs> Anton. He wasn't Superman. He he was Anton. Trust me. <laughs> so he look at us. He like, yeah, what's up with everybody? We like, bro, it's time. Let's go. You know what it is. He's like, man, I just get out the shower. <laughs> we like, well, we'll let you change into some dirty clothes. We ain't going to take you any good stuff. Come on. We walk him out of the dorm. You know, the basketball court behind dicks. Right. We come down the side steps down Dixon Hall. We go in front of Stewart to so right there by in front of the CFM. Not CFM, the music building. The music building. And then you got the, the just high, the parking lot for just science and just science. And then you got the education building behind that. So you remember when they had a the construction where the plaza was ripped up. <clears throat> Campus police sees all of us and say Hey, don't y'all hurt nobody have fun and kept on going because he knew what we was doing. <laughs> and that was exactly, that's all he said. Hey, Ralph, man, don't y'all hurt nobody, have fun. And Anton was sitting there like, you ain't gonna stop them? <laughs> so we dumped Anton and then we turned around and got Ark, one of the twins, to help set the other brother up coming out the mm-hmm. library to dump him.
1: Cain and Abel.
2: Yep, yep. Okay, now now do y'all guys remember the, the time y'all got "quote unquote" baptized? What was that like, and how did it all happen? Well, being one of the only freshmen on the team, my,
0: my freshman year it was just like, hey man, let's get it over with. And dudes were like, nah, you just giving it up too easy. But but I think they just grabbed me and slid me across it, and was just like, all right, we done with it. Like you you too geeked about it. <laughs> because <laughs> i was just like man let's do it and get it over with yeah. you know me i was angry man like man they better not catch me man i gotta get in my car with these muddy clothes on man just man it was cool it wasn't that bad but i was just like them fools ain't gonna grab me man i ain't going <laughs> y'all won't cool
2: with me like that yet. you know what i'm saying Oh, yeah, that's true. Who wasn't? Yeah. yeah. So we got you, it's like, all, probably.
0: it's always one or two dudes that can be like, man, I ain't with it. You
2: know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah, it took like, y'all Like, I remember, day. yeah, like, yeah. I remember my time, like, I was coming up throughout the practice, and Dorian Allen, one of our good friends, aka Dork, Dork Uh Dork. Come up, come up to, come it's up behind excited, me. man. Yeah, Stop, come behind me. Put a... <laughs> on that
0: slide, big man
2: <laughs> from Detroit, representing Detroit all the time. Yeah, he come behind me, put his arm around me. He was like, Slam, know what time it is, man. I was like, All right, my only simulation is like, Don't throw me no concrete, man. So, <laughs> the only thing I'm... I want to get hurt, man.
3: Don't throw me on no concrete, oh,
2: concrete. man. <laughs> <laughs> So Dorian, some other guys, Mike G was in there too. They got me in the parking lot behind the old baseball field and slung me in the water. I mean, I had to walk from the baseball field to my freshman dorm covered in mud. But you know, it was fun though, because like it felt like I was officially part of the baseball team. man. It was done out of love, I think, you know, in a lot of ways. I think. it, it, was like, it
3: really wasn't it that
0: bad. Of love, yeah, it is. It's, it's it is. A lot of, it's nothing malicious about it.
2: Yeah, I mean, like we even had a song to go with it too. I mean, like you know what the song is, Ralph? In no. the water. water.
0: <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> we used to sing the old Negro
3: hit "Spiritual." On?
2: Yeah, take me to the world. We did. We
0: yeah. did
3: do
2: that. Take, take me, me, to me to the world. Water. Take me, take to, me the water. to the world. BB5B. Hey. Hey. I mean, the guys by nation had shirts that, that say B5B on them. Didn't y'all see B5B a- on them? Yeah, yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you was like a part of a fraternity, but you had to pay like a bunch of money to join and be embarrassed for a week just had to get in the mud right that, all, that was the was all reason why i never
0: joined the fraternity like I, I never joined one because the way we was on campus it was just
3: man we were we were afraid we, we didn't have yeah. to join in the fraternity yeah um, we were around around all year round man the moment the moment school started in the fall bro, to the end of the spring bro we was around each other Practicing. And a bunch of us still was in Jackson during the summer. Exactly, man. Yeah, because we had
0: to go to summer school. Are we taking mm-hmm. that 12 minimum in the season? Yeah, I was gonna take me 12 in the season, but I'm gonna get me mm-hmm. get me 15 in the in this in the fall, 12 in the all season.
2: season. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I was the I was dummy one here that took 18 hours. In the no, no, no. And I, I hey mm-hmm.
0: I'm trying to get all Monday, Wednesday, and Friday classes. There's but, between 80 and 11, 8, 9, 10. Then I'm going to give me one, two, and then third class.
3: And I'm done. Man, what y'all talking about? Yeah, I remember that time Uh, Courtney Courtney Green came on the field. And he was like, uh, oh, I forgot his sister name, but he was like, man, Chris, they called your name at graduation. I'm like, man, what? Hell, I'm at like, practice. I didn't even know I graduated, bro. I, I, had, <laughs> <laughs> I know I had to take organic okay, chemistry and all that stuff, bro. They're like, you graduated. I'm like, what? I'm like, man, man, I, hey, wait how you know you don't school. graduate,
2: man? Bro I swear I, swear you don't
3: I, graduate? bro, I swear, I ain't know I graduated, man. I ain't feel like no paperwork or none. Listen, <laughs> so you, you said you, had to, was, you yeah, had, had to go. go.
1: Like, you got, got to go.
3: Hey, like, you got to go, son. Man, what? Yeah, so I graduated twice. Man. Well, fellas, this
0: has been a very different show. We we show more of our person. I think we show more of our personalities in this show. I think it's our best show. Then we have yeah. in the other show, you know, <laughs> we kind of let loose a little bit to see how we really interact with each other. Um, I love doing this with y'all, boys, man. I can't wait to our interview next week. I think it's gonna be a great interview. Get next that week, clout. Um, look out for the Coach Hardy interview tomorrow that will be released as well. Um, go out to, if you live in one of these cities where it's HBCU, go support one of their games this weekend. Um, this, they Most of them are going to be playing on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, because this is Easter, Easter weekend. So, you know, we they're going to make sure you go in the church on Sunday for Easter night. So, you know, they're going to make sure ain't no ain't no ball played on Sunday night in HBCU. They go, everybody going to be at church. So go out and support one of these teams. Um, I promise you, the baseball and the HBCUs is a lot better than any than a lot of you all that are not baseball initiates of swag, of swag MEAC, or HBCU baseball. Period, you would be extremely surprised at the high level of talent that you will see on those teams. So go out and support them. You support football, and a lot of y'all really ain't fans of football. you there for the band. My bad, I ain't trying to make no enemies. Let me be quiet.
1: Let yeah, me watch
2: now. baseball this weekend, except on
1: Sunday. Yeah. Y'all remember, sure yeah,
2: Coach Tim goes to church. <laughs> that's another, that be, another story for another day. That could be the next story time. Yeah. 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 And what the priest yeah.
0: say. Hey, Coach, what it is when everybody on base and you hit it over the fence. What's that called, Coach, in the middle of the sermon? A grand slam. We should have hit a grand slam for Christ.
3: Man, like I said, let's, let's, hey, I'm, <laughs> hey. Out. I'm out. <laughs> oh man, oh, but, but hey, hey, to get more serious, hey, like Ralph said, man, y'all go to these games, y'all make sure y'all check out, check out these young athletes, man, and if y'all do, man, y'all tag us, man, tag us, showing that y'all showing support to HBCU because this is this is what it's all about, man, all about. Yeah, man. Boys on the Hill
2: podcast on Twitter, on IG, on Facebook, and on YouTube. Check us out on all the platforms, man.
0: Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcast. We're growing. MySpace. Boy, <laughs> don't make me go get a Black Planet Black Planet page. Black Planet, oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, we, all right, all right, all right. Now we out. Right, I'll, I'll
2: see y'all later. All right. later right, right, Peace, easy,
0: man. Boy. Love y'all, boys, man. Love y'all, man. All man right,